Good morning, everyone. I'm JT Angstrom, I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at FreightWaves. Uh, here we have Lydia Yan, the CEO and founder of Next Trucking. Uh, thank you for joining us, and thank you all for joining us. Welcome to Chicago. I know it was challenging to get in for some of you, so we're glad that everyone was able to join and participate. Um, you know, with that, why don't we kick off? Can you tell us a little bit about Next Trucking for those of us who don't know the story and, and sort of the genesis for the idea um, and how you've built the company up over the past couple of years? Absolutely. So Next is the first trucker-centric marketplace where we connect shippers with small trucking companies with primary focus on port drayage. The company is four years old. We raised over $120 million from investors like Sequoia Capital, Brookfield Venture Partners, and uh, we grew rapidly. And uh, what triggered me to start Next Trucking is really two events. My family has been in logistics for a long time, and we own a 3PL company, traditional 3PL company. And one day I went to my family office, and my dispatchers were on the phone calling drivers. They were trying to cover loads. And the drivers have their own preferences, and our dispatchers wanted to find the cheapest driver. A lot of back and forth negotiation. It's like a war room. Another event is uh, really a driver from a multi-billion dollar trucking company came to our warehouse to pick up a load. All he had is a piece of scrap paper with the number jotted down from a phone call with his dispatcher. And it took our warehouse three hours searching every square inch of the facility to come to the conclusion that the load is not there. Actually, an incorrect digit triggered this whole fishing expedition. It's a huge waste of resources, time, not only from the trucking company, but also warehouse. So we were thinking, if there's another way we can better streamline the whole process and to better connect shipper with carriers. So after talking to a lot of drivers, we came up with Next Trucking, the first trucker-centric marketplace. And we focus on drayage, and we are actually very proud to be the first company that is addressing drayage problem. Yeah, and that's pretty differentiated within the freight tech space to be focused most heavily on drayage. Can you talk a little bit about how you're addressing the first mile space, you know, how you're approaching it, what's differentiated with the way you're doing it versus the way traditional players or incumbents have done it, and perhaps also touch a bit about um, what makes drayage really so unique in relation to the broader OTR trucking uh, you know, type of marketplace. For sure. So trucking has five sectors, truckload, less than a truckload, drayage is hauling container from the port to a local warehouse, intermodal from a train station to a local warehouse, and small parcel. So drayage is very important because it represents the first mile journey of every single imported good. 40% of merchandise in this country are imported. And if the, we, if the first domino doesn't fall correctly, it's going to impact the entire supply chain, which means 40% of shelf will be empty. Even though drayage is $60 billion sector comparing to the $800 billion trucking industry, it's relatively smaller. It's extremely important. While it's also extremely difficult and complex, because there are so many different stakeholders in drage ecosystem, steamship lines, chassis providers, yard management, terminals. A container goes on a ship, go to a port, and go through the custom, get released by one of the terminals. Trucking company needs to make appointment with the terminal, goes to the terminal, pick it up with a chassis, then go to a local warehouse, drop the container off, waiting for the warehouse to empty the container, 
Then we get another chassis, return the empty container to the port. And the, he may need to return the empty container to a different terminal than the previous terminal. And also drivers need to make sure that they pick up the container from the port within the last free day, or he's gonna get a demerge charges, or he has to pick up the container from the warehouse within the FTE, free time expired to avoid per diem charges. So extremely complicated. And we're very proud to be the first company that is addressing this very complex problem. Yeah, that's right. And, and some of the best models in the trans transportation space are those which address complicated, challenging, sticky types of issues. And you yourself have found yourself in a position where you're, you're d deliberately addressing you know, the triage space, which is challenging from a driver management point of view because their asset utilization is, while they sit in it a lot, they're also waiting in traffic uh, uh, materially more than most trucking operations. And furthermore, you deliberately started in California. So you're sort of taking two of the most challenging elements of the space and coupling them together. Exactly. Just LA alone, we have two ports, 12 terminals. Everybody uses different operating system, different appointment system, and terminals are constantly congested. Last year, because of the tariff, the delay that terminal cost over $350 million. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of opportunities for us to improve the efficiency. Now, how have you thought about um, uh, hedging your, 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 your exposure to risk in terms of driver classification, whether you're dealing with independent contractor, owner operator, company power, have you thought about how have you thought about partnering with the asset side of the world or, or you know, strategically diversifying your asset base in terms of who you partner with or allocate capacity to? How, how have you thought about that? I feel like that's a really pertinent discussion topic, specifically on the West Coast, which a lot of operating companies struggle to figure out how to do well. And I feel like that's a real kind of core piece of the intellectual capital that you guys are leveraging. Yeah, I assume you're talking about 85. We're working with some brilliant minds in um, legal firms and uh, to really figure out what the regulation is about. But uh, we believe that it actually portrays a tremendous opportunities for next trucking. Yeah, that's amazing. And now, um, what have been some of the challenges as you scaled the business? You know, so the business was founded in, was in 2015, is that correct? So yes. Four years. Um, a tremendous amount of growth in a relatively short period of time. What are some of the, the big tactical items you've gotten through and continue to progress through in terms of scalability and, and growing the business? For sure. We are scaling at an incredible pace right now. We doubled our headcounts to almost 200 people as of today. Um, when people, a lot of founders told me that when you have over 100 people in an office, your company culture changes. I think the challenge right now is really to establish consistency across the board. So that's why we assembled a team of leadership and employees who are passionate about shaping company cultures to come up with six core values for the companies. And uh, I have it on my cell phone. There's a little sticker here. Um, so there, those are six core values we have. One is trucker first, and focus on the true north, passion to win, be a change agent, give and earn trust, disagree and commit. So those are the guiding principles for us to work as a company. It's incredible, and you know you mentioned a key word, which I know you're passionate about, which is 
which is culture. Can you talk a little bit about the next culture and how that's been incredibly important for helping you maintain a successful business and how that will continue to propel that business into the future? Yeah. So I think Next is a little bit different from traditional technology companies because we have talents from technology companies and the talents from trucking industries. So we are looking for a unique combination of talents. We don't want people from the trucking industries who carries, you know, we've always been doing this like this kind of mentality. And we wanted people who embrace changes, who embrace new technologies. Same thing for the technology folks. We don't want people who thinks they know they can solve the world's problems. Mm -hmm. We want them to roll up the sleeves and really to learn the issues in trucking industry because we're in Drayage, the most complex and most difficult tech sector. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of sourcing that talent, ensuring that the talent is a, a, you know, leveraging up the knowledge curve and pairing technical talent with trucking talent and logistics talent, how do you think about coupling those skill sets and ensuring that sort of one plus one in terms of talent actually equals three or four as opposed to just two? Yeah, we encourage our R&D team actually go on the road with truck drivers, sit in our operations team. Um, a lot of our product managers have TwitCart so they can go into the terminals to really view the real-time actions in the terminals. So this is very important because you have to be in it to learn it so you can really produce the products to make the driver's life better. Yeah, that's incredible. So actually real world, on the ground, sort of boots in the truck, if you will, experience to get a first party perspective on what it's like to be a, a dredge operator and, and you know, whatever port operation you may be. Yeah. Um, so now what's next for next? Can you talk a little bit about that in terms of the evolution of the strategic vision and the progression of the business growth over time? I think it's really expansion. We pro we're probably one of the largest storage solution providers in Southern California right now. And we're looking to bring the same solution to multiple por ports, maybe to all the major ports in the United States, if not internationally. Yeah, that's incredible. And so now, as you seek to be the de facto dredge you know, platform for um, operating companies seeking capacity around ports, how, how do you think about that expansion? Is it port by port? Is it you know, uh, opportunistically seeking new talent that can help you penetrate new markets? Is it based on a given contract? Is it based on customer demands? Is it, how, how do you think about the most efficient and effective way to scale that business um, and those operations um, to continue to build out to you know, a very large powerhouse, which I think you have dreams of doing? So we primarily work with small trucking companies on operators, small fleets with less than six trucks, which represent 90% of the market. Drayage is even more fragmented than the rest of the sectors in trucking. So we call ourselves the first trucker-centric marketplace, so we build the solutions surrounding truck drivers' needs. Our goal as a company is really to allow drayage drivers to make $1,000 a day while going home for dinner. And on the sh shippers' side, we primarily focus on enterprise shippers. Right now, we have over hundreds of enterprise shippers on our platform, including six of the 10, top 10 uh, shippers in America. Yeah, that's incredible. So really doing a great job of partnering with the dredge operations, diversifying your, your shipper base in terms of uh, you know, you know, customer end line exposure, uh, and continuing to build out exposure port by port by port. Have you thought about um, you know, 
the ability to step into adjacent modes, whether it be middle mile, you know, longer haul OTR, whether it be, um, you know, doing donking around, you know, trailer yards, so on and so forth. Have you thought about that, those incremental add-ons from a horizontal value proposition? Absolutely. Uh, we started a program called Relay last year. So it's a combination of drayage and over the road. We divided um, the traditional drayage routes from the port to a local warehouse into two legs. Actually, we call four legs. We open a yard that is 10 miles away from the port, okay. and we allow drayage drivers to haul the container to, from the port to the yard, return an empty from the yard back to the port. And then we allow local and over-the-road drivers to haul the container from the yard to a local warehouse, and haul empty from the local warehouse back to the yard. So two kinds of drivers are making loops. So this solution allows us to haul more containers out on an average truck and also increase the efficiencies for both drayage and over-the-road drivers. That's a really interesting solution. I'd like to expand on that. So what you've done in this specific case is you've identified an issue or a challenge that a given driver or cohort of drivers have, and you've crafted or catered a solution around that to actually not be able to provide them with a value proposition, but then subsequently be able to reconvert that into a business opportunity for yourself. Are there other specific tactical opportunities along these lines that you can comment on that you'd be interested in discussing? We launched another solution called the bundling loads. So we actually bundle several loads for local drivers, allowing them to make up to $1,000 a day. Especially for local drivers, they really don't care how many routes or where they're going because it's within the 250 miles. But if we can allow them to make multiple trips a day and allow them to make $1,000 a day while going home for dinner, it's a great solution for drivers. That also increased engagement with the drivers. Got it. So you guys are really hinged on, I've heard you say this multiple times now, $1,000 a day to get the drivers home, which consistency of pay, ability to manage work-life balance effectively is what the home time parlays into, is something that we hear from all drivers. Yeah. Um, you guys are really attempting to do is, is um, as much as possible to, to represent the driver to make sure that they have a great career path. Are there other pain points that you're hearing from the field, from the drivers that uh, you, know, you think would be the, the, the third criteria or factor that you may attempt to solve for to continue to add that value proposition to the capacity side of the equation? Well, we're building a massive product. So JH, because of the complexity, we're not only building a marketplace, we're building the first ever chassis solution, the first ever modern yard management solution, along with the whole relay system. So it is a unique, one-of-a-kind product that we're building, and it's defensible, it's very difficult, but we're very proud of that we tripled our product engineering team this year to really focus on this world-class problem. And now, to, to touch on that as perhaps our last point, can you talk about the, the product engineering team and the products they're developing and how that uh, makes it into the cab of these drivers to, to, to help simplify their lives, not just from the operational structures which you've outlined, but perhaps also from the technological uh, enablers that, uh, that you guys may be providing to these drivers? whether it's from an app or a web solution or whatever. Oh, it's uh, yes. We provide a driver mobile app and mm -hmm. also web app. So they can really manage their fleet on our website as well. They can really take loads from us automatically from the app. And then we also implemented predictive load offering 
So we study driver's behavior and the trigger the right push to the drivers according to their own preferences, their availabilities, and giving driver the right loads at the right time so they don't need to brainstorm and think or search for the kind of loads they wanted to haul. We provide with them the right loads at the right time so they can really work their own way according to their own criteria and preferences. It's a, it's a you know, it's an incredibly exciting business model, a really dynamic market you guys are looking to, uh, that you are addressing and targeting. Uh, everyone, thank you for your time. Thank Lydia for her time, helping give us some perspective on both next trucking and the drayage market. With that. Thank you. Thank you.